Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I own Maxwell's fitness programs and I've been in business for the past 28 years. I want to start out by thanking our sponsors today, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They're awesome. They are obviously real estate agents and uh, they have signed on to sponsor our show again for another three months, so that's awesome. So I wanted to thank them for that. And I really ask that if you guys need their services, you please call them. I can vouch for them. They're gonna do the job you want them to do for you. There's no doubt about that. If you need a real estate agent, please give them a call at 386-451-2412. They work hard, they're fit, they will hustle for you. So, let's now get into today's show. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about eating for performance. Eating for what our body needs when we're active. Too often in our culture, food becomes talked about only in the sense of losing weight. I'm currently finishing up my book on weight loss right now and I know that it's very important and uh, you know, and I know that the right information needs to be out there regarding weight loss. Having said that, that's not the only reason why we need to be thinking about our diet. I see too many fit, active clients and many athletes that don't eat properly to fuel their body. They're thinking in terms of weight loss all the time, or maybe they're too fat phobic, meaning they focus a little bit too much on weight when they're already at an ideal weight. And so because of that, they're not eating the food that's going to help them be the best at whatever they do, whether it be lifting weights, running, playing tennis, cycling, swimming, pickleball, whatever. So I just want to talk about them. I'm going to keep it brief today. I'm going to focus on the things that we need to better our performances. Okay, first off, carbohydrates, carbohydrates, carbohydrates. No, I didn't just stutter. One of the things that drives me batshit crazy in this industry, not in our industry, because the people who are licensed and certified and educated in my field actually know the deal. It's the media folks out there. And when I say media, I mean more like social media or influencers or people working for fad diets or whatever, or just people that don't have any freaking clue what the hell they're talking about constantly talk about carbohydrates being the devil and making people fat. Let me tell you something. Forever in this industry we've known, and when I mean this industry, I'm going to talk about the nutrition industry as well. Mostly the nutrition industry. Because I have I have my degree, I have my degree in wellness and exercise physiologist, and I'm a licensed sports nutritionist. So I can tell you that we've known forever that carbohydrates are not the devil. We don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, can sugar taken into too much uh, too much consumption of sugar when you're not actively doing something add to body weight? Of course, are artificial uh, sugars out there? Not artificial sugars, fake sugars. I mean, like uh, pure Coca-Cola and additive sugars and things like that do absolutely nothing for you but raise your insulin levels, your glucose levels, and potentially put weight on you, of course. But we don't need to lump all carbohydrates together. We need complex carbohydrates, 
complex carbohydrates. In the in the, the official term for them are polysaccharides, poly more than one sugar. So multiple groupings of sugar together make them harder to break down. For example, glucose, which everybody's afraid of, and I get it, that's sugar, that's a monosaccharide, that's a single unit of sugar. Disaccharides are two. Polysaccharides are many and multi, and that's what we want. Those are complex carbohydrates because they're, they're complex. There are many of the strands of sugar, different forms of sugar going together to make a complex carbohydrate. That is what we need to eat predominantly to fuel our body. Our body runs on sugar. Our body runs on glycogen. We store up to 2,000 calories of glycogen in our body. That equals 500 grams of sugar. They are stored in the muscles and they are stored in the liver. We store 400 grams of carbohydrates in our muscles, all of them, and we store 100 grams in our liver. When we run out of glycogen, we bonk, we can't move, we have no energy, there's nothing to produce ATP, we stop. That is not a good thing to be in. Some of these new silly diets, Atkins has talked about it forever and now they've turned it into uh, the keto diet, talks about ketosis being a good thing. Ketosis means you're out of sugar and you're, quote, burning fat. Well, not entirely true. What you're in at that point is called gluconeogenesis. And what that means is you're actually breaking down your muscles, the protein in the muscles, to get the sugar that you need. That's what ketosis is. That's not a great thing to be in. The, the new keto diet is more was made uh, by physicians to treat certain illnesses and maybe it works for that, uh, probably does, seen some research on that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about it as far as being a weight loss diet. If you wanna maybe lose some weight, lose some muscle and have no energy, there you go, go for it. But for everybody else, you need carbohydrates. And if you are on an active plan, like you play tennis, you run, you bike, you swim, you lift, and you try to do all that without carbohydrates, you're not going to build any muscle whatsoever and you're not going to have the energy to do what you need to do. So if you've ever watched running races like marathons or heard about marathoners telling their stories, they always say they bonk, bonk, hit the wall at mile 20. Oh, I guess I need more miles. Not the case at all. What happened was that's about the two hour mark for the elite marathoners. So they simply ran out of juice. They ran out of stored glycogen. That's why they bonked. That's why they hit the wall. And to burn fat, you actually need the presence of carbohydrate. That is called the Krebs cycle. The Krebs cycle states that fat actually burns in a carbohydrate flame. So when we run out of glycogen, we can't burn fat either. Okay? So get it through your heads. You active folks out there like me, like you listening, we need our carbohydrates. Very simple, you need to make complex carbohydrates the staple of your diet. Potatoes, sweet potatoes, red potatoes, rice, quinoa, sourdough bread, rye bread, most fruits and vegetables, Granny Smith apples, for example, oranges, strawberries, berries, blueberries, pears, all vegetables. Pretty much you want to avoid the, the peas and carrots, unfortunately, because they're a little bit higher in sugar, but look, people are not getting fat on peas and carrots, okay? That's ridiculous, all right? It's all the, the you know garbage junk food that people are consuming. 
So complex carbohydrates need to be the staple. Eat them at every meal. If you're gonna be an active exerciser, that doesn't mean overeat. You overeat anything, you're gonna get fat. I don't care if you overeat lettuce, you're gonna get fat if you eat too much of it. Nearly impossible to eat too much lettuce, but it is possible, okay? So complex carbohydrates at every meal, a serving or two at every meal, very simple. In the morning, make it oatmeal or rye bread, sourdough bread, or other complex carbohydrate dry cereals are absolutely fine. For lunch, have a bowl of rice, a bowl of beans and rice, or if you're gonna make a sandwich, have sourdough bread or rye bread. For dinner, same thing, rice or pasta or quinoa or a sweet potato or red potatoes or white potatoes. Again, if you're gonna have a sandwich of some kind or another, have rye bread or sourdough bread, okay? So complex carbohydrates have to be the rule of thumb for active exercisers. They have to be the first rule of thumb. The next thing we have to do, we have to make sure we're getting our H2O. We have to get our water, all right? So there's all these different uh, things, uh, ways that people are told to drink water. I like half your body weight in ounces. I think that's one of the better ones you can do half your body weight in ounces. We get very dehydrated here in Florida, especially. It's very easy to get dehydrated. And I noticed the other day an elite athlete or a good athlete at the pool swimming, and they weren't drinking any water. So I was like, you need to drink water. They, they didn't know that when you're swimming, you actually are getting just as dehydrated, if not more dehydrated. Think, well, I'm in the water. How am I getting dehydrated? What well, you're not drinking it. So every sport, you need to make sure that you have water with you. If you bike, have two water bottles with you when you bike. When you run, carry a little water bottle or keep it stashed somewhere. When you swim, have your water bottle on the deck. When you work out, bring your water bottle to the gym. We need to have our water. Again, make sure you're having at least half of your body weight in ounces, okay? So third one we're gonna cover today is simple sugars. Now, when you're exercising, when you're swimming, when you're biking and you're running and you're already at a weight that you're trying to hit, you're comfortable with that and now your emphasis is on performance. You have to have some simple sugars in your bloodstream as you're being active. Okay, now is the time you can have some simple sugars. There are electrolyte drinks you can use. Not too much, not too high in sugar, but you can have any kind of like goos or gels or anything like that will help you. Goos and gels are just carbohydrates that are packaged to give you just enough. They're basically 100 calories in a serving and they will give you just enough to help you through your event if you're going to be exercising for over an hour. Okay, so again, carbohydrates. We started with carbohydrates, we end with carbohydrates. Always have your mainstay of your diet in complex carbohydrates as I just suggested three meals a day make sure you have some at every meal always drink your water have at least your body weight in ounces of water and always have at least 100 calories of carbohydrates every 45 minutes of your exercise session and that'll be ideal for you so until next time again it was short today we're gonna continue on this series of eating for performance and eating to be better all week. So until next time, be max fit.
be Maxwell.